What's going on, versus community? It's your boy Cell, along with my co-host, your boy Vern Lee. So, coming back with another set of spoilers and great cards, but more confusion. A lot more confusion. So, first card, hitting it out the box, is another Wolverine, quote unquote. So, we got X Men team affiliation. Name of the character is Logan. Not Old Man Logan, just Logan. Six drop, 12, eight for stats, three health. He has, let's see, two keywords here future past. Logan can't appear on your side unless there are at least five Brotherhood, Resistance, and or X-Men supporting characters in your KO pile. Canadian Resistance Colonel. You may recruit a Brotherhood, Resistance, and X-Men characters without revealing them. Characters you recruit this way appear on your side hidden. When a Brotherhood, Resistance, or X-Men character appears on your side hidden, it may make an attack while hidden that turn. <sighs> Dude. Between Wyatt Wingfoot and Invention Piles, Hostage Piles, Ahab got a side deck. Dude, now we messing with the field. And you you got people face down attacking now? So, let's go ahead and pop up the article in the blog here. Here's how Canadian Resistance Colonel works. You can recruit characters from three mutant teams face down without revealing them. If they do, they appear hidden face down and ready on your side instead of face up. While you still must pay normally for cards recruited this way, including any additional costs, you do not have to announce the recruit cost of the hidden cards you are recruiting. For example, if you have seven recruit points, you recruit a Three and a four cost character face down. You don't have to announce how much you paid for each one or how much you paid total. However, you can't spend more recruit points than you have. You must also follow any other rules about recruiting, including including the, any restrictions for when a character can appear, including the uniqueness rule. Hidden cards recruited this way mostly act like other hidden cards. They aren't stunned, can't have equipment or 1-1 one, one counters, can't be attacked, and lose their powers. They keep their names and team affiliation. And during your recovery phase, you must turn them face up when you recover your stunned characters. But there are exceptions to cards recruited this way compared to normal hidden cards. Only the card's owners can look at them. They can, they can make attacks while hidden on the turn they appear, which works like this. Cards with printed flag and range can make attacks while hidden as if they still had those powers. The hidden cards keep their team affiliation so they can make team attacks as normal, even with face-up characters. They don't exhaust when they attack. They don't exhaust when they attack. Okay, right before they strike, turn them face up and exhaust them. So right before they strike, any powers they have turn back on. Note: Your opponent will need to verify after cards are recruited this way to t they are turned face. This way are turned face that they were played within. The rule. Okay, that's obviously a typo. Play within the rules, especially in regard to their cost and the legality of any attacks they made. <sighs> so what you're really saying is, I'm not playing Logan for this ability. You playing Logan for this ability, that means you got to play him early enough where he's going to matter, which means in a kitty deck, 
because he'll he'll probably get um probably get to six six uh resources before she gets blasted back to the past. So he uh, may be he may be helping the theme there, but while I'm while I'm processing this, because I did not read all of this before. This is my first time reading this. Uh any thoughts on Logan? Oh yeah, a lot. Go ahead. It's a lot of uh words for a car that I don't care about that much. <laughs> um okay. So first of all, the reason I I groaned when you said it's for a kitty deck is because the restrictions for that six drop is gonna be hard to meet before you can before you can drop them on that third turn. Nah, you got power ups. You got three turns to get five characters in the KO pile. What power ups you get? You got whoever you plan on recruiting, and you got Miss Marvel, okay. or you got Gambit. You got people who discard characters. So I mean, you can you can pull that off. You need All five. Other and, you need five and two turns. It's not as easy as it sounds, man. No, you need five and three turns. No, you need five and two turns because you have to recruit them on the third turn. Okay. So you got to get five ca- characters in the KO pile in two turns. And you got people who on the build phase will all, will still be able to put characters in the in the KO pile. It's not that it's not that easy. It's not, not that easy. I'm not <laughs> saying it's going to be that easy. I'm saying you have a way to do it. I'm also saying I don't care. I don't care either, but I think it's for different <laughs> reasons to you. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. Because if my whole point in my whole point in playing Kitty is that I want to play characters that can do damage, not play characters that's putting mess in the KO pile just so I can play this dude. And the reason that I, I'm that I'm really down on this dude is I I, I love his stat, his statistics. Uh twelve eight is that's ridiculous. But I don't care about his other power. Like, what? Why am I doing that? What? What is the purpose? That may be something we ain't seen. It has to be. Yeah. Because there, there's no, there's no X Men resistance or brotherhood character. Brotherhood character that I'm gonna play on turn play. seven or six, maybe. No, nah, I can't I even play die. those characters till after seven. Right. Yeah. Why? Like, what is the point? What am I, I doing this for? I don't, I agree. I don't. I'm not getting. I'm not getting any apparent effects. You know. I, so basically, I need a strong combat effect. And yep. do they. What do they have that qualifies as that? Is this? So, I mean, it's just like. Is this a way to get Senator Kelly out? No, he has no team affiliation. So nope, that's out. I, the only thing I can see at this point that that I, from the cars that we know about. Is this helps you avoid getting collared, which we'll be talking about that shortly. But mm. other than that, it's like, okay, what if you put him out and he gets collared? Now you can't even use the ability. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm intrigued by the statistics. Uh, I don't know what build you will use it in. To me, he's more useful in like a some type of swarm build. Right. I don't know if I'm running that with Kitty. Right. I don't know. I I mean I have to see. Right now I'm like, eh. 
I don't. I'm not feeling it personally. Uh, that makes two of us. Because, like I said, I'm just. I don't like those old school loyalty restrictions because that's basically what they did here. You know what I'm saying? They gave you one. You remember back in the day when you had uh, OG versus and you couldn't bring a character out unless another character that team was on their side, like Garth from Teen Titans. I think he had loyalty, some junk like that. Yep. I hated playing those cards because if you didn't have a way to keep your people on the field, then you couldn't put, play the other character, which made them dead in your hand. You know what I'm saying? So now that character has to be good enough where you could play around the the downside to the character. Wolverine is just attacking. That's all he's doing. Logan is just attacking. That's all he's doing. He doesn't have stealth. He doesn't have flight or range. He's not he's not using kill frenzy or berserker rage or or whatever. All he's doing is hiding these people. Okay. If all you're doing is hiding these people, you got to bring out these people on turn seven in order to make it worth hiding. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, it depends he's, eating on, all the, he's eating all the points on six. For sure. You, you, you know, can't so, do anything until after. Until until you get to the next turn. So they got to show me something in the next two arcs or the rest of this arc. That's going to make it worse. And, and because he's not Wolverine, now you're telling me that um, I can't put him in a Wolverine. I can put him in a Wolverine deck and the two of them, obviously, because they're two different, technically, because of the alternate timelines, it would be two different Wolverines. But now what you're telling me that, and, and to be fair, if I did put him in a Wolverine deck and it was a mono deck, he would be a fantastic six drop. In a in a mono Wolverine deck, you know, but why? <laughs> like that's that's the sixty four thousand dollar question. Why? Why am I doing this? So exactly, and, then, and it's so late in the game. It's like, why would I want to to have? You need some utility at this point that's going to help you finish the game. That's one of the reasons why people play Jungle Hunter. He has stealth. He has ability to ramp. He allows you to get a location that you need. There's utility that's there in the late game that's assisting you to end the game. Obviously for Dark Phoenix. Obviously for for Thanos back in the day. Obviously for uh, Galactus. You know, so you have utility on these late characters. You said a lot of times you're not bringing out somebody who's just a beater. So now we need to find that, figure that, out what this what this utility is. Some, I mean, that being said, a four, a twelve eight on six. So maybe, maybe another point of him is because of all this control crap that the Sentinels got coming with. If you put this guy out, and they and they use mutant control act on him, at the end of the day, he's still twelve and eight, and he doesn't have flight or range, so he can probably just slash into a Sentinel, you know, with no problem. Actually, yeah, he'll be able to just cut into a Sentinel. Without even getting stunned uh, until the, uh, the, the the three level three sentinel, because that I, guy's seven seven. I don't have no problems with that. That's fine. I don't have no problems with that. What my my issue, like I said, my issue is he's giving us utility, like I mentioned about those other cards. But how are we able to utilize this utility at its maximum ability? That's that's the main thing. 
how are we able to utilize this utility? Because otherwise, drops. So. <laughs> right, right. That's what I'm saying. We don't, we don't have any good X Men drops that are worth it. So until we, I mean, unless you plan on putting, unless you name, plan on putting X-Men maybe Wolverine, Wolverine, the Resistance that, Wolverine, that works. That, that's what I said. That's my whole point. That's yeah, about you, it. You could put him, put him, maybe, maybe if you want to use uh, like a Power Twelve deck or something like that, but. What name name a name a resistance brotherhood or um, uh, X Men character you want to play face down? That's what I'm saying, Wolverine. That's the only one. But his ability isn't going to be working. Well, yes, it is because you turn it back up. Remember when you attack, you turn them back up. Oh, when you strike. And then uh, on your next turn, regardless, you're going to turn them up. But that's the thing. Do I even want Wolverine face down? My my point. That's what I'm saying. What who a character do you want from those three teams that you want face down? That you X23 you can't even power up and get counters on. Wolverine's not going to trigger his uh his um um what's the ability the berserker ability to get counters. Um, Omega Red, you're not going to be able to use his grab. You're not going to be able to use his red ability to not get stunned or flip somebody over or whatever that red ability does. Magneto's not going to keep people face down if he's face down. I mean, no, that's that's a different team, two different teams. Now I think about it, but I'm just I'm just like, I can't think of any character. And then X-Men overall is understated. Mm -hmm. So I can't think of any character from those three teams that I would want face down and to still have the ability to swing on somebody. You know. Like onus. Maybe, maybe mastermind somebody, somebody where you can't just give them a negative Why counter or something. I, that, I know that's if what you're planning on attacking with them, what's the point? What's the point? And, and an onus situation if I had the ability to keep this dude from getting stunned, I might take it. But now, <laughs> now you put me in a situation where I can't even do that. So maybe they're going to have some cards later for X-Men. Again, more cards for X-Men. Uh, that'll, that'll help these guys stay face, uh, stay face down or, or you can use their ability while they face down or some other nonsense. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, we'll, we'll see. It'll be interesting. Now, now that, right, exactly. <laughs> Getting on to the next card, which is Straight Bananas. Pulling it up. Inhibitor collar. Sentinel team affiliated. Cost one. Equipment. Inhibitor collar says has two abilities. Mutant internment center. Equip the inhibitor collar only to an enemy supporting character. The collar can be equipped to and remain equipped to stunned characters. Power neutralizer. Equipped character loses and can't gain powers other than from this card. This power remains on while equipped character is stunned. This is amazing. This card is fantastic. That's the only way I could put it. It's just fantastic. One cost. Bruh, this this is great. 
loses and can't gain powers other than from this card. Wow. Simple and to the point. It's like I mean, the exact opposite of Logan. For all that text <laughs> for a card we might not even use, then you show us an equipment that's got two powers on it that's dead to the point. You lose all your abilities and you're keeping this on while you're stunned. You're not going to just be able to attack your way out of this. You know what I'm saying? That That is... That's just fantastic. That's just fan, fantastic. The whole Sentinel team basically just like skip your feelings. We don't, <laughs> care. we don't care what you're trying to do. You're not doing none of the stuff you was trying to do. Like you, I mean, honestly, depending on how good the rest of the characters we haven't seen are, this team potentially changes the entire way you build. First of all, you already got Mutant Control Act, which basically says, yeah, that character you just put out there, I hope they got some good stats because they ain't got no powers. And then this card says, whatever I put this on, the same thing. So you can you can potentially stop a very powerful character with, that comes in for mm-hmm. that turn. Yep. And then on your turn, you put this on them and they're useless. Like, can you imagine... Getting the getting this uh, equipment put on a hyperstorm, he's he's terrible now. He's terrible. <laughs> like I mean, people were so excited to see hyperstorm, right? Because all the potential, but this one cost equipment makes him useless. Dude, you control lack will make him useless because he's probably going to die without any powers on the turn he came out on. Yeah, that's true too. <laughs> and <laughs> keep in mind, this card is going to make it a whole lot harder. For people to, to ramp into Thanos, I mean the Thanos to ramp into Galactus, because those decks out there that want to play two or three uh, Herald of Galactus and then cap it off with Airwalker, not gonna happen. Not not with these type of abilities. Commute and Control Act is turning off your uh, Herald of Galactus, and your Inhibitor Collar is turning it off permanently. You know what I'm saying? And you can't stun Damn. it off. You know, so you might have been playing and on playing uh, Airwalker. But I played you control act. Now you don't have his red ability and you don't have his Herald of Galactus ability. So then what happens? Next turn, I put an inhibitor collar on Airwalker. You're not doing nothing with that dude now. He's just a 6-6 six, six flyer. Same thing with uh Redshift. You know? Uh some I, you know, some of these deck ideas I had, like with Praetor or whatever her his name is. To have a deck full of bad guys and then have, you know, the Herald. So every time I play a bad guy from that point on, they get two counters. That won't even work. Put an inhibitor collar on that dude. Nothing. So you got all this swarm that you might be trying to do. You don't get jacked now. Remember all the stuff we was talking about with Annihilation Wave and coming out? You don't get that now. You know, Praetor would be great for for, uh, Annihilus. You know, think about Mole Men. You know, Squirrel Girl, people that's bringing out uh, Goblin Queen, people that's bringing out stuff for free, and then you use Mutant Control Act on Praetor, and then you put the inhibitor collar on Praetor, they ain't getting none of that now. You're shutting down a whole deck. Whole deck. Same thing with uh, combos. Anything with Pixie Maximus. Nah. Pixie just showed up. Nah, we're going to shut that off for today. Then we're going to kill her next turn. You, you Inhibitor collar single-handedly changes the game. Single-handedly. 
for one cost. So now what you're telling me is if I play these Sentinels, because more than likely since Sentinel, like Mr. Ben was saying on his podcast, Sentinel doesn't have the one drop, doesn't have Legion. So we're not getting eight of those. We're only getting four one drops. So most likely the other Sentinels are going to be two and three drops or just four two drops. Oh, wait, what do you mean we only getting, what do you mean? Remember the Sentinel one drop card that said uh, one of a kind and swarm on it? No, it's it's eight of those cards. They said it in the article. No, they said there's eight of those abilities. They didn't say it was eight of those cards. It's eight of those abilities. We know it's it's not eight of those cards, eight one drops, because they don't have Legion on them. Well, the reason they don't have to have Legion is because they are not the same card. So you think it's eight one drops? I think so. Okay. Because Legion we'll usually though. means that you have eight of those. That's the that's the whole point of the designation. But they're one of Legion. They're one of a kind. That's why they don't have Legion because they're not the same card. They're different. Just cards. The, they're different cards with the same name. Right. Okay. Oh, then if that's the case, they can make as many as they want. But we know that they they only have eight right now. We don't know anything, but we'll see. I know gotcha. we need some more. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Definitely. But yeah, inhibitor collar, that's knocking it out the park right there. So a lot of the complaining that people are doing, this is this is knocking it right out the park. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not I am not getting the lack of enthusiasm for these cards. I'm not getting it. Me either. Me either. Because this this is this is the the control that they added to this is counteracting the aggro that they added with Fantastic Four. This is what you asked for. Right. You wanted answers to broken JJ. parts. Right. Here, the, here are the these, answers. These are the answers. Yep. And they're cheap. Extremely. I don't get it. Me either. I, I, this this is fantastic to me. Everything I've seen so far, minus Logan, everything I've seen so far, it's been great. I eventually understood a little bit more just reading about Kate Pride and you know other people's comments. Then, um, like I said, Ahab is a beast. Ahab is arguably the best two drop we're going to get. He costs two, right? Did he cost two or three? I think he costs two. Whatever it is, he's close to the best one. For that that drop, easily, hands down. So, like I said, some of this stuff, man, it, this it, Sentinels and and Fantastic Four is changing the game. I do understand. Like C Stacks made the comment on one of his uh, one of his posts about um, junk being so complicated for new players. But if you're a new player, you're gonna you're gonna catch up. You know, I, I don't I don't like all these other piles and stuff like that because we've been in the game so long. But a new player isn't going to know any different. They're going to see these cards. They're going to see these cards getting played and they're going to want to know what all these cards do. And they're going to be willing to learn it because they're great cards. Like it'd be a completely different story back in the day, back in the day, you know, three years ago, you know, four years ago when this stuff was coming out. And some of this, you know, half of it is lackluster. And then you're reading up and then you don't see nobody playing the card. That's not the case now. 
you got to remember, Stax did not play old versus, so he doesn't realize how complicated that game was. You oh, if you played old versus, a lot of the news, even though some of this stuff is complicated, that best was, old you versus, might as well been playing D and D. You might as well been just writing right. everything down. Like you always had to have pen and paper for everything all the time. You know, I was like, good grief. Yo, who, who got some scratch paper so we can keep track? Like, man, the wait, book, we got to write. Who, you think who the, the rule book? You think the rule book for versus two PCG is man? Please, that <laughs> if you ever Dude, print the out of the characters old, that got banned, think about you, ever, <laughs> you ever print out the old versus rule book, man? My 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 computer just kept printing, man. It was just like, <laughs> <laughs> like y'all about to burn out my whole printer, man. <laughs> Huge. Yeah, it, it got ridiculous. But yeah, mutant control lag. That's that's a one right there. So let's see. All right. So now we're going into another Logan. All right, Logan main character. But yeah. here's the catch. Logan main character is X Men team affiliated. Eleven nine for stat six health and. He is coming out the gate at level four. So let's read the abilities on here. So keyword, alternate timeline, level three Wolverine on your side may level up into this character. While this is in your level up pile, level three Wolverine, while this is in your level up pile, level three, level three Wolverines on your side have not nice in any timeline, level up one XP. When Wolverine stuns an enemy defender while attacking solo, he gains an XP. Snicked, obviously, he still has. And the fight of our lives in a dark future. Uh, level up one XP when a resource appears on your side. There are 10 or more resources. I, I hate this slideshow. There are 10 or more resources on your side. Logan gains an XP. Okay. So, so instead of reprinting the level three Wolverine, they basically put this guy into your level of pile to say he has the level three Wolverine. Is that the one with the kill frenzy or berserker frenzy or whatever it is? Yeah. 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 Whatever. When he attacks an enemy defender solo, he gains an XP and then he'll turn into this level four Logan. Okay. Then if a resource appears on your side, you have 10 or more resources. He'll gain an XP. Okay, so now let's let's read the next one before we we get into get into this. Uh-huh. So now with. level now we also have our first level five Logan, which is level five character period, which is Logan. Why Logan would be level five? I'm I'm not going there anyway. X we got X Men team affiliation. He's level five, fourteen twelve for stats and seven health. He still has snicked which is combat red logan gets plus three attack this combat and he has berserker age combat green when logan stuns an enemy character this combat wound it an extra time he can use this power any number of times on your turn so powerful it is really powerful if i want to get if i want to use this dude because it is ridiculous if it goes off because your ability, you really don't have an ability to stop this. You'd you have to give him an inhibitor collar. That's what you'd have to do. 
But if this Can goes you put off, put the collars on on main character. Oh nope, nope. Only support characters, okay. and you can't use mute control act on him either. So that means you're only out to this is uh, stand together. But because he can use this any number of times, that means he can. If he ever comes out, he ever lives long enough to come out, and he strikes your main character, he can just flip all these greens and end you. And that's it. All right. So that's one of the power. That's one of the positive things about the card. Is yeah. That, uh, he's Obviously. basically a, he's basically if he has access to the MC, mm-hmm. he's basically a one hit kill. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, another positive thing about the card: the future alternate transformation is just great flavor wise, because pretty much every future alternate universe that Marvel has, there is a Wolverine because he doesn't die. Right. So it's just cool that okay, it's like we're way in the future and Wolverine is still here, but he's it's not the same guy; it's a different guy. That the right. flavor of that is great. Right. All right. Now let's cut past all the bull jive, man. When? Okay, get this bee out of my car. Get out of here. When are you ever going to play this dude? <laughs> when are you playing this dude? Okay, I I can see the level four kicking off. Um, because all you got to do is stun somebody. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not hard. Uh, if things are going your way and you get to the level three Wolverine by, you know, a, a, a good a good level three Wolverine, you can do that by turn five or six. Right. Okay. And you um, do have ability to ready yourself. Yeah. With X Factor. So you team him up with resistance, you'll have fight the fine fight. You know, so even if you get stunned, you can bring it back out, you know. Yeah, you know, you'll so. get you'll get a slight stat boost. You know, you I think I forgot what level three Wolverine is. I think his defense is eight. I think it's think nine, eight, eight, something like that. Yeah, nine, eight. So you you get a slight stat boost, eleven nine eight. I'll take that, um, and you get it real easy, right? Um, but that level five, that level five, how 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 are you getting that? You so you got to place an eleventh resource for him to change into level five. Anybody that's played Wolverine knows that you either have finished them off by that time or you're dead like I, I can't even like with the cars that we know that we have right now I cannot fathom how you would get him to a turn 11 I, I don't see it I just don't get it if you if you because the hardest part about Wolverine is getting those solo stuns and leveling up mm-hmm. if you've been getting those solo stuns and leveling up your opponent is dead <laughs> Do you, do you you understand what I'm saying? So when, I, bruh, when I'm right here with you. I'm right here with you. When are you playing this card? <laughs> he he can sit in your pile all he wants. When is he coming out? <clears throat> I don't I don't get it. I do not get it. I just don't. You go. Maybe second. there's something else. Maybe there's something else that we that's come. Maybe these mega level mutants can put some extra resources in or something. I don't know. And it, to me, it's, counter, it's counterintuitive because you want Wolverine to keep your opponent to basically go against small guys. You don't want people to get leveled up because then you might wind up putting Wolverine in the back. Now, if you have and see, here's the thing I don't like 
when you have Wolverine going up the curve and he starts off at five health, when you change it to that level two Wolverine, you lose the ability to heal. You you won't you won't be using that character, the one that is eight four and can heal. Is he eight four? I think he's eight four and can heal. You won't be using that character to level up. You're just going to be using um, the the people up the curve, and because his abilities stay green, you're not going to be using those abilities when you're going to be saving up to blast the the MC, who should be taking wounds at some point. So maybe they have one more ramp in here or something, something that's going to get you to level 10 faster. Because, I mean, Groot is already ramping. So are you taking the ramp deck from Groot and making Wolverine the MC? Like, when no. are you, when are you no. getting Wolverine? You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm just spitballing. Like, when are you getting Wolverine to level 5 and y'all both still alive? It, this is not making any sense to me. As for there, there is probably a lot that we do not know. Oh, I'm sure. I'm gonna go with that. As of now, you're never playing this level five character ever. Right. Right. <laughs> ever. Or you might have them, but you're not playing them because you're dead, or they're dead. And the easiest way to get Wolverine leveled up in solo combat is. To have him mono because that's going to give you access to unwavering loyalty. And that way you won't have to be dependent on the reds and you'll get a stat boost for your for your D. So. Getting Wolverine level to level three isn't that big of a pain, but without unwavering loyalty, you're going to need some other way to boost his stats. You know what I'm saying? Because that's you. You start getting to a point where his attack isn't enough. You somebody gets shocked, and now you got a whole attack wasted. He has to stun on solo combat. So I'm like, man, and that plus three isn't going to be that big of a deal when you start getting to that mid game, and you have to use Snicked. When you have to use Snicked, you already know your back is up against the wall. You already know. I'm glad. So, like I said, that solo combat stuff is for the birds. I'm I'm <clears> glad <throat> that uh, Kendall and Keith are excited about this card, but uh, yeah, if it wasn't for mutant inhibitor, inhibitor collar or whatever that crap is called, I wouldn't care about this preview that much. I like I, I have to mark this as a we'll just have to see type preview at this point because I'm not I don't get it, I don't get it at all. I I agree. I agree 100%. 100%. So, like I said, uh, and, and for me, I'm not a big Wolverine fan, you know, in, in any stretch. So using uh, using Wolverine to me is like, meh, you know, so what? But for the people who, who love Wolverine, like, psh, this is this is a flavor country for you. So... But like I said, for me, I'm like nah. A huge Wolverine fan, but I don't care about these cards at at this point. <laughs> we'll have to see. Yeah, I guess so. I, I guess so. So aside from these uh, previews for today, oh yeah, yeah. So now that we're done with the previews, let's get on to the uh, the uh, top eight for Bill Face League. Mm. So. Um, 
we talked about the top eight last time, but now people are starting to play their matches. So uh, what's up with uh, your match? Because I know we had the uh, the video, but that joint is like over an hour long. So you want to give us the recap? All right, guys. So I played my match on Wednesday against John Viola. Uh, the video is up in the collective. If you want to watch it, go ahead. I think it was uh, pretty interesting, even though it was a little long. Well, for two matches, it's not too long. It's like an hour and 15 minutes or something. Um. Quick recap from the very beginning when I looked at the deck list I thought I had the advantage um, and, and here's why just such a lack of flight in his deck like he, he didn't have any way to stop me from just flying over and just hitting Mysterio in the face every turn um, Rogue has 7 health, Mysterio has 5 health, now I I will say that his deck opened my eyes to Mysterio. Like we, we really didn't play that box very much at all. Uh, so true. The knowledge true. of that box was limited. Like we saw in a quarantine cup, we saw how good Spider-Man could be very impressive uh, deck that David Robbins made. If you saw any of those matches, we also mm-hmm. uh, Dawson made some, uh, made a really horrible Vulture deck. And it wasn't Dawson's fault. Vulture is just horrible. <laughs> uh, so we knew that was bad. I don't know if it was Dawson or Jamar. It really doesn't matter. That deck was terrible. Uh, but we didn't have any experience with Mysterio. Mysterio is probably a top-tier MC. Uh, because he can level on turn two or three consistently and there is and he can easily just drop the appropriate character to KO that that uh you mm-hmm. know the very next turn like every time every time uh John dropped or gave me the the uh hologram I only got it for a turn it was gone the next turn and so then mm-hmm. Mysterio was five and nine on turn two or turn three and now this guy is paying yellows to put ridiculously huge characters on the field super early in the game. Like, I, I had to deal with uh, A-drop Captain Marvel on turn three and four. And uh, then he was playing Scully and healing the Captain Marvel. Because, you know, the holograms only have one, they only come in with one health. So mm-hmm. he, was, he was playing Scully the next turn healing the Captain Marvel just by the appear effect, and then playing the X-File to heal Mysterio. It's, it, it was a ton of heal in the deck, so uh, you know, he was hanging in there on the first game. Like I said, I just kept flying over and just um, hitting Mysterio in the face. And the, really, I really believe that he would be favored in, against any other deck but Roll. It's just that he happened to play Roll. Mm-hmm. Because Rogue... It's your window down. Huh? It's your window down. Uh, yeah. Those people just laugh. The window is down. It gotcha. is hot outside. So... Um, it was 60s early. It ain't 60s now, sir. Dang. So, okay. um, hey, this is raw and in a full effect today. So... <laughs> um, you got you. Okay. The thing about the thing about Rogue is that her abilities just counter a lot of what the photo was said is trying to do. 
So mm-hmm. as dangerous as Ego is, Rogue don't care about him at all. Like Ego versus Rogue, right. Rogue wins every time. Um, if if she's right. leveled up. Um Ego, I mean, uh, Captain Marvel versus Rogue straight up. Like, Captain Marvel can win if she's doing ranged attacks. But because there's so little flight in the deck, he had to put her up front. So what would mm-hmm. happen is, yeah, um, if he had, like, a second flyer, he could stall me a little bit. Like, one time he had Rogue and Ego, and he had Groot in the back. So he was able to... Uh, Block a few wounds to his main Anna as well as to Captain Marvel, but without that second flyer, I would just fly over. I would just fly and use send Rogue into Captain Marvel, stun her, and then just send whoever the other flyer I had into Mysterio. Uh, so really, it was just a it was just a deck. It was a bad matchup for him. But again, I think he would have beat anybody else. Uh, so. I haven't watched the yeah. match. Go look at now, it. <laughs> now, did um, did anybody else play yet? Uh, yes. So Mitchell Frederick, who I thought was the when I saw his deck list, I thought he was the favorite. He was playing Dark Phoenix, and then there's James Monroe. He was playing or uh, Outriders. I thought I thought mm-hmm. that was a, a very strong Dark Phoenix update because. As you know, Fantastic Four arc basically drastically improved everything from four on up. And so basically that's what he yeah. did. He just took some of the best drops from four on up and threw it in the deck. And then added a bunch of anti-outrider stuff to it. So I figured, yeah, he's probably gonna take this. But from what he they didn't take they didn't take the match, but from what they said, he just wasn't pulling well at all. So I guess uh, if he didn't if he didn't get his turn one ramp and he didn't ramp well, most mm-hmm. likely what happened is he just got overran with Grandmaster nonsense. So mm-hmm. that's what that happened. happened. So he, he <clears throat> lost. So we got to deal with Outriders the rest of the tourney. And nobody else has played so far. Yeah, because I don't know if anybody else I don't know if anybody else aside from another rogue can even deal with Outriders. Just outright. It's different if you can plan for it, but mm, that's that's rough. That's going to be a rough one. Because like I said, you got two rogues. So um, who was the other rogue? Uh, Bert. Does Bert have to deal with yeah, the other he's, rogue? He's up against Thomas Kirk, so he has to deal with the other rogue. More traditional rogue. Gotcha. So uh, what's Bert playing? Madam Hydra. Mm. It's, it's, I think Bert's favorite for that. It's not It's not, but some of the stuff they like said what he's planning on, what he's planning on doing versus what um, if I remember the deck because I don't have the top eight in front of me. It's just like, yeesh. if if, if Bert gets it off, yeah, it, it'll probably go two to one. I don't think Bert gonna sweep it, but like I said, if Bert gets it off. I, th- I think he'll he'll have it. I took a look at what Bird is doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, if he pulls it off, he'll get he'll get her ability one turn early, and then who knows right. what'll happen yeah. after that? Because it'll be some nonsense going on. <laughs> it'll be some mm-hmm. straight nonsense going on. Uh, so yeah, yep. it'll be interesting. 
That's all I can say. And the other, in the, yeah. the matchup with Ralph and, and uh, Giuseppe is just going to be a long, grinding, grueling yep. match that basically whoever pulls the best is probably going to win that. Because that, that, I don't, I do not want to deal with either one of those decks. That look, it looks annoying. <laughs> so mm-hmm. face, either one. And, and drawn. Oh, out. my. Oh, no. Just no. Yep. I, <laughs> I agree no. 100%. So, um, anything else happening? I don't think I read anything else. Anything else I saw was uh, Ralph posted his uh, the deck he would play for Gen Con. Oh, that Dr. Yeah, Doom I think deck. Ralph is insane. <laughs> I, I second that. I, I second that. I, I, I always admire Damn. Ralph's uh, confidence in his own abilities to play decks where if things don't go right, they just don't go right. I can't do it. The best the best person to do it is John Phillips. He the best one to do it. I can't do that. Because that deck right there, that deck right there, so many yellows getting used, man. That's a lot of yellow usage. A lot of yellow usage. So I'm just like, man. If, if, if that's how you want to do it, that's fine. But I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I'd have to see it in action. I understand what he's saying as far as looping it around and all that type of stuff in the machine, making it free. And But nah, nah, I can't. That's, that's you need a lot to go right on turn three. A lot. Yeah, because he, he on the Pixie Max, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many? He, he need what? How many yellows? Man, he's got the what? So he's got, I think he's got, uh, he's got Cypher. Cypher has his own right. yellows. And he's got the, right, he's got the school for Cypher. He's got the, he's, he's got, got the, the Arcadia for Pixie. Right, Arcadia for Pixie. He's got the Laveria. Laveria the basics. for the machine. And the basics are right. for, uh, I guess for. But what's his face? For Maximus. Uh, Maximus. Ability. And, I'm many, and I think he has the. The Daily Bugles for the uh, for Prowler. No, he it's Pixie Max, so he didn't have that yeah, bad version. No Prowler. Okay, <clears throat> so, man, this sounds crazy to me. That's <laughs> insane, and he's looping it back around by playing the Build a Better Worlds. But to me, the math don't add up. You only got four um, A Force characters, and then you got four that need um, the A Force character. So if you never pull Pixie. Then, then you got cards in your your hand most likely that you can't even use between the Arcadia and the um, Build a Better World. You got you got cards that you can't even use because you don't have more characters it to trigger. Doesn't matter because you don't pull Pixie, you're dead. It, it does not matter. That too, that too, because the whole thing is riding on Pixie. She, she's obviously a mulligan condition. Yeah, I, I, I can't. So, <laughs> man, it, that, like I said, that's. That's a rough That's one. some Betterfield boys, uh, Cole brothers type. Let like people, people. A lot of people say that we're inventive, but we're actually the practical guys on the team. That's that's not us. That's right. Let Jamar right. and Ralph and how can I get that to hit you in the face? <laughs> what is the easiest way for me to hit you in the face? Oh, this is it. Okay, that's the one I'm taking. 
like all them combos. Jamar was talking about a combo the other day, and I was like, okay, but that's it's kind of late, kind of late in the game for it. Like, yeah, it, you know, it could it could work. You know, combo a couple weeks ago, Dawson was talking about. You know, it could work for some other characters. It wouldn't work for uh, Galactus, but it could work for some other characters. But again, late in the game, so. Mm-hmm. Hey, so I had to see these decks in action. Hopefully, uh, some of the other players that play, they go ahead and record record the game. I hope so, man. And, I want to uh, see these matches. Yeah, yeah. So I was still, I was glad that we had, uh, you know, Ralph Edwards versus Ben, because like I said, my my group deck was pretty close to what he had, so told me I was on the on the right track. But um, you know what? Yeah, if anybody, oh, go ahead. Everybody, I want everybody to send us info on what they would have played and what they would have tried to do at Gen Con. Because I'm going to go ahead and put it out yes. there. I definitely would have been playing Fantastic, uh, Mr. Fantastic Mono. I, I yeah, definitely I probably would have been playing, playing, playing that. And I know you would have been playing group. Uh, yeah. Doss would have been playing Human Torch. I don't know what band would be playing. Or Ralph or Jamar. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, most likely. It's, it's a high probability that I would have been on group. Yep. Because I've been using it for so long. So it would just make sense. It would have made yeah, sense because um... he's good. <laughs> well, see, the thing about about the group, once you get enough people that fly in the front, and because I had Vicky Hand in my deck and I was going to play uh, the equipment, he would have been able to use Vicky Hand for free to heal with the med kit. And he could have healed all his wounds off while everybody else is up front fighting. Because once he gets you know so many counters, the odds of you being able to swing to the back to get him are slim. You know, so... Um, I think Mr. Fantastic will give him some trouble because you flip those counters upside down with the negative zone. <coughs> I think what you call it, um, Annihilus, because of his aggro, might have been able to, might have gave him some trouble. Or somebody that's really, really aggressive. But you need a way to stop his greens when he's level two, because those greens when he's level two keeps wounds off of him. And then playing uh, Iron Man on three flips those greens back up, and then playing uh, Jungle Hunter, uh, playing Iron Man on six, flips the greens back up, then playing Jungle Hunter to get the blue, uh, gives you a stealth character if you play Dark Phoenix, because if you ramp, you don't have to play Dark Phoenix right away, because you won't have a threat. You know what I'm saying? So if you play Dark Phoenix, you play her the turn before somebody else plays it, and then you call keywords. By that point, you've played multiple Jungle Hunters. And if you call keywords on turn 10, turn 11, you won't need a Herald in order to play Galactus on 12. If you're still alive. And Groot has the potential to still be alive. Well, I mean, a person you're <clears throat> Oh, if they're, they're still, still alive. alive. Yeah. Right, right. So, like I said, uh, if you go through this back and forth, Vicky Hand healing with the med kit is a cheap way to recover some of those wounds, you know. So really on turn five, depending on if you have the, the, if you have the shot 
to get a wound on somebody, I'd take it. You know, because usually by turn five, turn six, I got multiple greens because I haven't used them any earlier. As far as the greens or the nowheres, I haven't used them any earlier. So it's like, okay, let me go ahead and swing in and uh, get it done that way. So um, I was thinking about putting Swain and Chuck in the deck so I can get some early cracks in. But once you get to turn three, usually the MC is blocked. So there's there's really no way for you to pull that off, you know, so. But, uh, yeah, I probably would have been on group. I had a visible boy in the deck, you know, just making sure I could shut his stuff off with my invisible boy and then use those yellows for other stuff until we got to, uh, like I said, Dark Phoenix. Because once you play Dark Phoenix and call keywords, when you have a bunch of people in your deck, that's got superpowers. You don't care about keywords being gone. You know, yep. only character that's really being affected is Dark Phoenix herself and Jungle Hunter. A lot of your other characters have superpowers. So it's like, okay, that's fine. Um, you don't have Wakanda in the deck. You're not searching anything on that location. You don't have any major locations as to getting affected by taking keywords off. Jungle Hunter and Dark Phoenix are, and you know, Galactus for the positive are really the only ones being affected. It's like, okay, cool. Let me go ahead and call this keywords. Keep people from doing dumb junk to my characters because I built around the fact that I'm going to be calling keywords. Go from there. <clears throat> and on the flip side, you don't have an issue with uh, Captain Marvel. You don't have an issue with Ego. You will still have an issue with Mulder, though, unfortunately. But also, if you call keywords, if you're still alive, because you did ramp, you shouldn't have an issue against... Um, Against Outriders, if they show up, you know, so, um, yeah, Groot, Groot, I had thought about Groot a lot. Groot would have been who I would have, would have been, uh, casting my vote for, swinging in with Groot. So, because you said you, who was you thinking about taking? I would definitely, I would Mr. Fantastic Mono. Reed. I would have taken Reed. Gotcha. Yeah. Just, 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 the, only- just the stand together mess is enough for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I recognize the uh, the potential problems. Uh, you know, everybody knows what his what his weakness is. If you can stop him from leveling, then you have a chance. But the fact that I have something in my deck that can stop you from stopping me from leveling is enough mm-hmm. for me. So I would have took my right. chances. Yeah, it would have been worth it. Because, like I said, as soon as you saw a warlock on the field, all you you know you you just stand together in all the uh, all the earths. I'm just waiting you know, for you. And then you just, just swing it in. You to do something relevant to me, right? And I'm stopping. Right. That's that's what I would do. Right. So, uh, you know, oh, you put uh you put in betweener out here. Cool. I'm not messing with in betweener until you put soul gem on it and use it. Now you use it. I'm stopping. Right. It. All right. Now I'm gonna level up. Right. And you just mm-hmm. wasted your time. Now I'm coming back on you. Like, right. I, I want, and I don't. Think, <laughs> I want to see what Adam Warlock. I don't think it would have been an efficient, efficient combo. I think I think uh, putting the Soul Gem on him would have been more efficient. But I think we would have had a lot of different versions of Adam Warlock. But I think Warlock being vulnerable to the the Pixie combo or to the uh, Maximus ability means that he was not going to be a good good pick because we got more and more characters and more and more people 
coming up with ways to use Maximus, but Adam Warlock is still, for the most part, the same, because you're definitely not playing that dude solo. That's out. You know what I'm saying? You're not going over the mono deck with him, rather. You know what I'm saying? Not with that team. You know, so... You're trying to do with Adam Warlock is you're trying to ramp the Dark Phoenix. That's all you're doing. If, uh, right. No, I, I get that. But you're still vulnerable to those combos early in the game. That's that's why that's that's why they're going to be forced to have to put in between her in the deck and try to pull out you know whatever those combos are. And I just think it's a lot. I think it's a lot harder to do that than it is to just play stand together. And that's why I would play Reed over him. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. whatever. I would have been interesting, man. Well, I would have been a very interesting tourney. Like I said, uh, like what what did Adam Logan, Robert Smallwood say? R.I.P. to one of the best formats uh, in the game. Man, Cosmic. For real. Cosmic was a is a great format, dude. Great format. And the thing about the Cosmic format is, if I'm looking at this right, the teams that were playing in, in Cosmic wouldn't get a boost, as far as we know, if we played. Cosmic at Jink, uh, if we play Cosmic at Midwinter instead of doing uh, what you call it again, instead of doing photo again, you know what I'm saying? Because hopefully we don't do photo again, especially if we don't have a photo set this year because they haven't confirmed or denied James Bond yet, you know. So I'm like, Ugh, people, so why go through all that nonsense again if you haven't given us anything that's going to improve it, you I know. Just- I mean, the only thing that we got was the Spidey, Spidey foes or Spider, Spider, whatever. That's the only thing that's been added to photo. I'm pretty sure we're going to get a photo set. But my thing is switch the, the timing of the photo format. I don't want it to be. Right. I don't want yeah. me a winner to be photo every every time. Switch it up. You know? man. Yeah. So. But uh, anything else going on? Nah, that's it. Oh, I think they talked about matches. the. Uh, yeah, oh, oh, just to address one of the posts that's talking about uh, two things. Redshift, the post talking about Redshift being the best six drop. Gotta disagree. You, you got a lot of utility on six. I'm not editing this. I don't care. I ain't got time to edit. We're going to just talk through the seagulls, bruh, and the helicopters and the planes raw, and whatever else. Is raw going. footage. Right, raw Chicago too. I got seagulls in the inner city. I don't know, but that's how Chicago do it. So, but uh, um, it's just too many good six drops. It's just too many good six drops because the farther up you go, the more powerful characters you get. I think you got stuff that's somewhat mediocre between three, four, and five. But when you start going to six up, you start tapping into some some raw potential. You know, just like they were talking about Ghost and, and Floki and all that type of stuff. So, I mean, I like Redshift if I could get Redshift out earlier. Only if I could get Redshift out earlier. But because a lot of, which was mentioned in the in the uh, post, a lot of people not playing Plot Twist. They're, they're just going for the beatdown. And they got keywords or something else that's helping them out. So it's like, okay, you can play Redshift, but you're making the assumption that I'm playing Plot Twist. What if I'm not? My yeah. my whole thing with this whole situation is we we are in this constant state in the collective where we're trying to 
solidify what is the best drop, what is the best MC. There right. is no best drop or best MC at this point. The format, the format Every, is going to determine. The format is going to determine a few things. The meta is going to determine a few things. And the MC you choose to play is going to determine a few things. There is no set drop at six. Like, okay, you like you like uh, Redshift? I like Thing. You know? But Thing is right. not going to be in every deck. because right. he, And he shouldn't be. He, he shouldn't, shouldn't be because he's not going to fit the theme of right. every deck. Ghost is not going to be in every deck. And, right. and the thing that's crazy is as soon as these uh, Sentinels drop, it's going to change again. You know, it, it's you know, now are you really you really throwing jungle hunter in every deck when 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 he comes out and he's gonna be useless because he's getting mutant control active? You really want to put that guy out there on the field? You know, it so right. it's it's not there is no there is no perfect drop at this point in the game. It's it's too saturated with different types of decks and different types of MCs. For you to just mm. generalize it like that. Like, I, I even tried to put a, a list together. And every time I did, I was like, yeah, but that wouldn't work with that. That wouldn't work with that. It's it's like, it, that, you know, I remember early in the game, there may have been a time when it was like uh, consistently, like there was one drop that might have been better than everything else. But it's not like that anymore. So I can't mm. even really make a list. It's just so, it's so much. It's so many now, especially when you go onto the uh, the TCG browser. So it's it's like wow, it's just a lot of cards for each drop now. Yeah, and you can really you can really mix and match it for your play style and for the meta for for your you know the particular deck you're trying to make, you know. So it's it's yeah, it's it's up there as far as uh, uh, all the different different six drops, but also. Um, Folks got to find a utility for Ahab. You you can't build a Sentinel deck and then be like, I don't know where to put Ahab on two. That's where you put stay it. Sleep. On t- on two. Stay sleep. On two. Go to the TCG browser before we have more X Men Brotherhood and Resistance people come out. And keep in mind, whoever you get from that that Hounds pool will be Sentinel team affiliated. Easy, easy layup. Turn six, play magic, flip the blue, get the soul sword. Whoever she stuns, when you team attack with a sentinel character, bye-bye. They're gone. Start wiping people off the field. You know, you know what I mean? So I'm like, all right. I mean, you got Gambit to get you out of combat stuns. You got Match, who's going to bring give dish out some negatives. And if Sentinels has a pump, Match will be able to use it. And if you don't have a pump, you can still might make sure write them. Because if he goes in a Sentinel deck, he'll have access to greens. And you can great teacher match. So match being underdropped doesn't have to be a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? Match is almost always good. Unless you're playing against Captain Marvel from Photo, the uh, eight drop. <laughs> Man, like I said, it's just like it's, it's plenty of characters between those three teams already. You know, even Omega Red, 
you know, I'll play a Mega Red on turn seven, though, and I can flip two people face down. I didn't have to put this dude in my deck, and I still got access to if I played a mono deck, I'll go for that. I'll go for that in a heartbeat. Just just because, oh, I get to flip two people face down. Okay, cool. Let me let me go ahead and flip these people face down, swing in, do what I gotta do, get a wound on somebody, clear out the rest of the field. You know, I might even play uh uh and stay down, get rid of them folks, depending on how much health they got. So, like I said, this Ahab, Ahab is is borderline OP for for two drop. Is is kind of ridiculous. He he's a super powered cane. Uh, cane. Right. I was just about you to know. say, if you're willing to play cane to get a location, why wouldn't you play Ahab, Ahab and get a to character. get a character and then free up the rest of your, you know, basically three other spots for something else in the deck. I'm, right. I don't. I don't see how that isn't good. I agree. And at least I have range, I, so I, I can agree. kill your cane. <laughs> yep. Hit back. Because <clears throat> most sentinels got range, so I can team attack with this dude. Too. Exactly. You know, and if he doesn't get hit, if you have a way to take him out and bring him back in, because I wouldn't be surprised if somebody tried to use uh, use Ahab on three to go get a character, and then. Use um, singularity and and what you call it on turn four, and turn that into part of a John Cena combo, just to make sure you could go in and out and go get people, you know, <clears throat> and just keep uh, keep looping that around, get a couple more people out the deck. The only thing I don't like is do any of those teams have an eight drop? Uh, they're about to get one. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, with this Omega nonsense <laughs> sure coming up. Yeah. Yeah, so, like I said, Ahab, Ahab ain't playing no games. You'd probably be willing to underdrop him on whatever turn just to get whatever overpowered card you didn't put in the deck, you know. So, yeah. No, I, I definitely like uh, definitely like Ahab. Yeah. Like I said, uh, and, and he's going to fit in so many different decks. Because you can play Ahab to go get somebody to make them Sentinel just so you can play the Inhibitor Collar or so you can play the Mute Control Act. So you don't have to have a deck full of Sentinels just to get those cards played because, you know, Ahab is getting you another character that's also going to be Sentinel. You know what I'm saying? You just have to wait and play it when it's time. Right. Right. And if you got somebody that's multi-health, then you know they're going to stick around. So you play Ahab on two, or I got X-23. Okay, so she got a couple of health. Or I played Wolverine, he got a couple of health. You know, I played Warpath, he got three health, but he's also Sentinel-affiliated. So that means any of this stuff that comes out late game, boom, I can hit him with the Inhibitor Collar. I can hit him with the, you know, with the uh, Mutant Control Act to lock down the late game. You know, so, like I said, uh, man, Ahab is a trip, dude. He, He almost, he almost too ridiculous. It seems like his power is a little bit benign, but mathematically, he's giving you the extra cards you need. Because just like I think Smallwood said, he's a curve fixer. So certain characters you know you want to play in the deck, you play four of. But it's real hard to cram that into the late game, play four of these characters, characters because you don't want to get those characters too early. You know, you really need to have those characters and as part of your end goal if you want to play those four of those characters. I look at them like... But now you're telling me, if it's on another team, I don't have to do that. 
You know? I look at him like a curve enhancer. That's what I look at him like. Because now that too, like you could you could theoretically, because you because you brought up singularity, you could you could theoretically play for him on two. Singularity on three. You can play one four drop of Spider Gwen on four, mm-hmm. and then you could you could feel you could have your five six and seven filled by him. I know. Do you if you don't understand how much that opens up for your deck? I don't right. know what to tell you. Right. You know, I don't know if that's the best way to do it, but it's just the potential is is, is the, the potential is there. Right. I mean, just like if people played um, <clears throat> a Fantastic Four deck with Mister Mister Fantastic, and you play, let's say, to to theorize to prove prove what you're saying, because Mister Fantastic can go and get Human Torch, Invisible Woman, and Thing, in theory depending on what's in the deck, you can just play one of each of those characters instead of playing four ofs. So now instead of having 12 slots full of those characters that you know you have to play in order to level up, you could take out nine cards and have three slots because you know you're going to get these reds. You got eight reds in the deck and you have the character in the deck. So on turn four, you have nine ways of getting a four drop. On turn five, you have nine ways. On turn six, you have nine ways of getting the six drop. You know, so... Um, and then once you're done with that red, it's useless. But that's one way you could build the deck. Cause we've had stuff like that before. Well, hey, I'm only searching for this, so I might as well, you know, limit my access to it. We did that. That's uh, who did that first? Luke Cage. Yep. One of Luke Cage. When uh, who was that? Michael Manis. Who was that? They had one, um, one Iron Fist in the deck. Because every time he flipped that yellow, he knew he was getting Iron Fist. So why have three more slots full? Let me just flip this yellow and go get the Iron Fist and fill those other three slots with something else I need or some tech or something like that. Why even Why even be bothered? You know, I get it. I completely understood. You know, so um, you may be in the same situation dealing with Mr. Mr. Fantastic. I'm going to put more plot twists in the deck. I'm going to put beaters on the end game. Why am I even fooling around putting these nine cards in the deck? Obviously, you have argument against that as far as your ability to not pull a red. But like I said, um, Ahab can do the same thing. Let me play Ahab on two, get my four or five drop, and then I'm going to play my my three drop, and then I can play two Ahabs on four, just like you play two Mantises. Okay, now I got my six and seven drop. So then on turn five, I'm playing the five drop I got with them at first, and then turn six and seven, I'm playing the rest of this out. But I got all these plot twists in my hand that's going to be able to lock people out. And I'm going to have a field full of folks. And I got enough tech in the deck. I can fit tech because I got guaranteed hitters that I'm getting with Ahab. Or I got beaters in the deck and I got tech on the side. Either either way it go. You know, so the, the utility of Ahab is astronomical. Because he's changing the mathematical way you would build the deck. You know, so... Like I said, I, I can't I can't wait for this new. World. I, don't, I don't know. People people think sound like they're not excited about the Sentinels. I'm, I'm, man, bring on the Sentinels. Bring bring on this future, future foes and whatever it's called. I don't care. Bring on the Sentinels. <laughs> everything. I'm looking forward to all of it. All of it. You know. So uh, last last thoughts on uh on the goings on. I don't want to say this week in verses because that's copyright infringement. But last thoughts for this week. Oh, does this weekend still, still exist? 
Uh, I assume. I assume it still exists. Bird is uh, no longer under ban for talking about verses, so I'm sure we'll be looking forward to some uh, content from him. Find solutions. Hashtag find solutions. I got nothing else to say, man. Just I just want to see what's going on with the rest of these matches. Uh, yep. In the BPLP top eight. That's it. So you you made it to top four then, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we'll see how that goes. Any questions, comments, concerns, shoot us an email at teamapexforthewin at gmail.com. That's teamapexforthewin. You spell the whole thing out at gmail.com. This is your boy, Cell, along with my co-host. Chosen fool, Vern Lee. And we'll see you guys in the collective later. Peace.